Welcome back, everyone. Hey. Hey. Good to be back. So, how was last episode in your opinion? What what's going on here? What's what's happening in your brains? Um, those are some pretty tight corridors we were uh, hanging out in. Yep. With a lot of people. I'm amazed at how many we fit into that little tight little corridor. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of spaces in D&D end up being like you're 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 in a big courtyard, you're outside, you're things like that. It's not often that you're like in a twisty, windy um little corridor there fighting off people. So, which that was is kind of neat. Which is funny to me because so much of the old D&D stuff is this is a dungeon. Guess right. what there are? Twisty, windy corridors. Mm-hmm. But all you see is like straight lines and like rooms. At least that's what I've seen mostly. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, well, good, because you guys might be fighting out in the air today. But we'll Yay, find out. fresh air. Well, it, Izzy's good for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So as in a recap. Air, air. <laughs> <laughs> Except I cannot use my... Uh, oh, no, you Did used you already levitate already. today? Uh, yeah, we haven't had a long rest since. Yeah. Um, that's right. I can't rage either. No, so I cannot mingle with the wind. Her, her jet power is out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yep, and I can't war priest. <laughs> nope, nope. All of my abilities are um, short rest at best. Mm, you fighter, you. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's do a recap. After securing the mill, Usarker used some smelling salts to wake up a guard named Billy. After a few attempts at intimidating him for answers, He finally relented and gave you information, in exchange for preserving his beautiful, weakly manicured feet. He informed you you that, yes, the cult of the dragon was behind the events of the night, a a woman named Madame Mondoth was leading the charge, and that the cult is amassing items and treasures for the mistress, who you now know is Tiamat, the five-headed dragon goddess. Why, though, you're unsure. He also revealed that he'd heard a rumor that there is a nest of dragon eggs nearby, which might explain why Greenest was targeted. After returning to the keep, you learned that Governor Nighthill's wife never made it to the keep, and that he was refusing medical treatment in an attempt to preserve healing for those who needed it more. Usarka and Celestine noticed that he was feverish and likely developing an infection and ordered him to get help. Kurt and Izzy climbed onto the parapet to see if they could catch a glimpse of Madame Mondoth. The woman was surrounded by a dozen guards, and despite it being dark outside, she seemed to look directly into Kurt's and Izzy's souls when she glanced up towards the keep. She's a scary lady. She very much is. Usarker and Celestine decided to help the clerics and healers during this time. And after some time, Escobart started yelling that the Sallyport had been breached. After two chaotic and squished battles, the intruders were subdued, and one female half-elf was left alive per Governor Nighthill's instructions for questioning. So, you guys currently are in the common area. The uh, half-elf the has courtyard? just been subdued. Huh? Like the courtyard? The courtyard, yeah. yeah. She's just been subdued, and they've just finished tying up the rope. What do you do? Um, so, it seems like the governor is trying is in charge of, or is yeah, yeah. in charge who, of the who's interrogation. Who's in charge here as far as the... Interrogation. Yeah. Is it us? Who is is leading it the interrogation? Yeah. We uh, have no authority, so it yeah, shouldn't be should, us. Mm-hmm. So Governor Night Hill says, take her to the prison. And some cool. guards take her to the prison that you just learned exists in the keep. Cool. Um, uh, I'll ask him if he wants us to help out any- with anything else. 
and uh, comment that he looks like he's uh, looking much better. Oh, th thank you, Celestine. I know we've just met, but you've done a lot of good tonight. Would you mind helping me interrogate this prisoner? Glad answers that. Um, well, um, sure. I'll tell him I'm pretty, I will admit, I'm not very experienced with uh, interrogating and usually have a very blunt approach, but I mean, I can ask him questions. Perfect. Anybody else would like to come down? You are more than welcome to. And he swishes his cloak and starts heading towards the prison. I will leave it to the priest to put the fear of God in him. <laughs> I am going to join Celestine so we can do this like good cop, bad cop. Sweet. I've always wanted to try bad cop. I, I think I'm going to play a wing. Well, uh, with there goes Celestine's attempt here. at making a, <laughs> a mad face. <laughs> no worries. I'll be, I'll be good cop. <laughs> okay, good. What, what did you say, Kurt? Uh, I'm going to play wingman with Zarker. Uh, leave, leave the interrogating to the women folk. All right. <laughs> as we watch them go off, I, I can be very I, I lean, intimidating. As we true. watch them go off, I lean over to Kurt and I say, I am very bothered because the cultists up until now have made every effort not to engage us. And then they just attacked. So far, they've been pressing to keep everybody safely in the keep but then they assaulted the keep. Why would they risk that expenditure of lives when they have a dragon who could level it? Yeah, that, that dragon's kind of, it doesn't quite add up in my, my thoughts. Because um, if they wanted to, they could level this whole thing, I bet. Um, it, it, it's awful strange, but the only thing that I can think that's changed is that we went out and messed about. Beyond that, I don't know. It's strange, and I don't like it. My suggestion might be that things are about to go south and mm -hmm. it would be wise to know that we are close to the entrance to the secret tunnel. Not to say that we should run away. But, but what if else the worst came to worst? But, if, but what else are we supposed to do if a dragon or some other thing decides to destroy us? Yeah. Get to shelter or get out of town. So Celestine and Izzy, as this conversation is going on, you guys go down the stairs into a prison that you didn't even know existed until just now. A couple guards throw the half-elf into the cell, and Governor Nighthill follows you. She grabs the bars, and she says, Let me out of here! I didn't do anything wrong! Um, man, how to approach this huh. one? I'm just sitting here going, how do you handle such a blatant lie? I didn't do anything. So you want me to be good cop? He's like, oh, you better. Uh, my husband informs me that I am a much better bad cop. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Let me go. I didn't do anything wrong. Would you like a cup of water? <laughs> yes, actually. I'm glad someone here has manners. Okay. Um, Governor Nighthill, where's... uh? I'm going to go find a cup. You're not getting water. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no water for her. Well, I'm trying to be good cop here, but I'm going <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and lean against the uh the opposite. So, it looks like there's a wall opposite the door. So, I'm just going to lean up against it with my uh my warm all over my shoulder and say, "So, why did you enter the keep? I don't have to tell you anything." 
Oh, but we'd love done. for you to tell us. We'd love it, love it, love it, love it. I'm sure you would. If you I tell like, us, I'll get you some water. That doesn't sound like a good deal to me. Well, that's unfortunate since that's the only thing keeping you alive. I stand up and I stretch and say, Okay, Governor Nighthill, seems like she's not going to talk. Can I have her? Uh, sure. Okay. I look to the guard. Key, please. We're going outside. She's not coming back. All right, so the guard hands you a key. He's really confused, but he hands you the key. Oh, man. I was really hoping she wouldn't have to do this to you. All right, go ahead and make an intimidation check. With advantage, because I'm helping? With advantage, because you're maybe helping? (laughs) (laughs) Good cop. Classic. That's a 14. Okay, so she she sees how serious you are. Oh, yes, dead serious. And she sees that she is in a good cop, bad cop situation at the moment. And she kind of backs up and she goes... I don't think I want to go with her. I mean, no one does, because they never come back alive. (laughs) What? Listen, I... (laughs) Hold on. I was just told to come in here and mess some stuff around. But why? She kind of looks at Celestine, and she backs up a little bit more, and she says, Celestine, brandish your mace a little bit more. You're warm all. (laughs) I have to heave it to... Down as it accidentally hits the bars of the cell, as because I, I have to, you know, you gotta fumble so you can get that key in there, and it's jangling around, making a lot of noise, giving obviously a lot of time for the person to hurry and talk. Mm-hmm. She she backs up even more, and the back of her legs hit the hit the uh, the, the bed, and she plops down, and she goes, "Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, th- we we were told when we came here." That we are collecting items for the greater horde that will usher in the reign of the Queen of Dragons. Ah, you're for the mistress. You're you're a so-called mistress Tiamat. Yeah. Hmm. Have you heard of her? Have you heard her good word? <laughs> yeah, I give you some pamphlets. <laughs> Is hold he on, hold on. Just hold on. Look she, on her she, face. Starts, she starts digging in her pockets. No, I, I don't need pa- those. I have, I have pamphlets. Somewhere. No, you you are not. Uh, it's not a good word. It's not. Good it's word. a great word. No, it's a bad. It's a bad word. Okay, but we're not arguing that right now. Anyways, uh, so you're collecting some eggs nearby, perhaps? She kind of slumps and she's like, "Oh, so you, you know about the eggs mm-hmm. as well." Again, she keeps glancing at Celestine. She's, you did a good job, by the way. Good job. Haha, <laughs> thank you for the help. Good cop, bad cop, always works. Yep. Classic. Uh, okay, so there, there is some dragon eggs under heavy guard. I have not been there myself, but I do know it's a, in the southeast area in a camp, in a cave. I turn to Governor Nighthill. Do you know of any caves nearby that are hiding dragon eggs? <laughs> Why, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> well, I, uh... We just haven't done anything about it yet. Celestine turns to him and is like, uh, you have some questions to answer. <laughs> well, uh, I, I... There's many caves to the southeast, but I... Uh, dragon eggs. I think we would have noticed had there been dragon eggs. Maybe not. I mean, I don't know how long dragon eggs incubate, but... I don't either. Does our half-elf friend know? Ah, listen, I'm just... I let me guess. You were just hired. No. Oh. I did the hiring. Oh, she's one of the fanatics. I 
agree with that sentiment. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I am very fanatic <laughs> about this stuff. Yes. I was like, oh, Usarka would be very proud of her that she admits it. Yeah, I I love Tiamat. I love here. everything that we stand for. Now, can I go? I said, you didn't want to leave just a second ago. Well, you're scary. And I would prefer not to be here with you. Well, I mean, your two choices at the moment are me or Cell. She crosses her legs and she says, I guess it's the Cell. Okay, then. I'll go get you some water now. I'm a little concerned about the purity of the water. I'm okay now. <laughs> I shrug. Poison's not my thing. She looks at Governor Nighthill and then, you know, looks away. She's like, I'm not thirsty. Okay, so it sounds like I so don't she was only think we're going to get any more information out of her, Governor Nighthill. Good to know. I really should hire you as my personal interrogation squad. As, as long as your mother-in-law doesn't throw me in prison. She <laughs> is the head of my interrogation squad. <laughs> Why wasn't she here interrogating then? Because she is asleep. Oh, that's oh. right. You and possibly her- a little tipsy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's bed. right. Yeah, Celestine's like, uh, I'm not very good on an interrogation squad, to be honest. I, I don't play the games very well. It's usually either they answer or they're dead as I head up the stairs. I need to hire her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very good at what she does. She does not play games. Celestine does not play games. <laughs> so up into the uh, common area, uh, what are you, uh, Kurt and Usarker, doing? I think Usarker is taking this moment, this lull, to sit down wherever he can find some space and beginning to write in his book. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to head to the, the kitchens or the storehouse to find something for Whiskers. Okay. My cat. Okay. Who has been missing in the last episode. <laughs> Poor Whiskers. She's back. <laughs> She's just been purring contently in your bag. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, hey, do you, do you have a, a saucer of milk or something like that? Oh, why, yes, sir. Do you, are you thirsty? Are you hungry? What do you need? I, I'm just, I, I, now that you say that, I'll take, you know, a little something for myself. But I was looking for something for this cat. Cat? Yeah. He looks at your bag and goes, huh? <laughs> oh, cat. Um, uh, we don't have much here. Yeah, I, I in understand. In the way of this cat is, stuff. Is... Um, let me see what I can do. And after a couple minutes, he comes with like a little saucer of uh, what looks to be reconstituted tuna. Yeah. Like from jerky that he kind of like mashed up. Mashed up. Yeah. Aww. And he hands Thinking you about some. It, I should have gone for like some meat or something. And like he hands that, yeah. you some water and some milk if you want that. And he goes, We have rum, but. A tipsy cat doesn't sound good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For you, this not, not for the cat. Oh, oh, for the cat. Oh. Yeah, I'll take it. So. Good. And he hands you just like this, uh, what, what is it called? The uh, the survival stuff? Tack. Tack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he hands you yeah. some tack. Yeah. He's got tack for you. Yeah. Just, you know, some, something to keep my strength up and keep on moving. Yes, um, sir. Uh, thank you very much. You're very uh, welcome. And since I'm not, like, actually part of the town or something like that, I feel somewhat obligated in is there anything I can do to help out around here? I kind of have my hands empty at the moment. He looks around the kitchen, and it's very, very bare. There is literally just like a stack of tack. Mm-hmm. You're not entirely sure where he got the tuna from, the reconstituted <laughs> tuna from. There's a little bit of alcohol. There's fresh water, barrels of fresh water. 
And that's really much it. And he goes, well, luckily, uh, everyone's been too busy to uh, eat food at the moment. But maybe it should be time to distribute some tack to people. I can I can do that. Uh, g- give me a loadout and I'll, I'll start making some rounds. Thank you, sir. So he hands you a sack full of like 30 tack Unit. squares, <laughs> units. <laughs> and he starts, you know, he hands it to you and tells yeah. you, you know, grab the those on the parapet first, so on and so forth. And he says, these are the people that I know have not eaten in a while, things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and if, you, if he's got like any like water skins or something like that, like a larger one to carry along to like refill people. Yeah, he, he hands you that as okay. well. I, I, I go outside and to the courtyard and like, tack, tack, get your tack in water. Your t- <laughs> <laughs> You're immediately assaulted by 15 guards. They're like, oh my gosh, we're starving. I knew it. Ooh, that's pretty desperate. <laughs> so, somebody needs to be taking care of these folks, keeping you on your feet. Thank uh, you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. As they, you know, grab the stuff from yeah. you. So you guys all... Convening the common area. Kurt is handing out food. Usarker's writing a book. Everything seems to be quiet. You know, the battering rams, you haven't heard battering rams in about 30 minutes. That's odd. Um, dragon's still swooping. Dragon's still swooping, roaring every once in a while. But the more time has gone on, the less people are, have been frightened of this thing. And also, because it hasn't really attacked, nobody's really paying it mind anymore. It's just kind of there. Didn't you say that the dragon was periodically destroying or damaging people's homes out in the city? No, he's just swooping down and trying to scare people. I thought it did that right at the very beginning with Izzy's introduction. Well, in the beginning, the beginning. yes, but it has not done that since. So it's no longer doing it. No, it's just swooping down every once in a while, but people seem to not really be paying mind to it. But everything is quiet. No battering rams. That's right. No knocking on the doors, and it just, it slowly, slowly faded out. How can it, it, it be strange? I'm going up just, to yeah, the ramparts, mm-hmm. the parapets. Okay. We gather together at the ramparts. Yes. And I'm going to see if Madame Mudface, I can't remember her name. Mondoth. <laughs> Mondoth. Mon Mothma? I like Mothma. <laughs> Mothmon. <laughs> Look up in the sky. <laughs> is, is Madame Ma- uh, Mudface still here? Who? Scary lady. Scary lady with the purple cloak and the oh. spiky shoulder things. Yeah, scary lady's still over there, and she's, okay. she's about 60 feet away. She she hasn't moved, really. I mean, she maybe have moved like 10 feet, you know, pacing back and forth. That's about it. I stare at her as if I could stare into her soul, see how she likes it back. She doesn't, she doesn't flinch. She doesn't move around. She doesn't even register that anybody's looking at her. Oh, good. Isidore, what are you doing up there? Making faces at Madame Mondoth. <laughs> I am in a very intense stare down. Don't, Why? Don't, don't interrupt her when she's like this. She gets in some of her moods. She, she'll she be like okay, this. Okay, I'm done. Li- oh, okay, she's done. Okay, we can talk to her now. We're good. What's up? So, oh, nothing. I was just wondering why you were leaning out over the side of the wall like you wanted to leap off to your death. I mean, that's not what I was doing, but no, I was just checking to make sure that Madame Mondoff Mudface, I don't remember her name. Um, I'm terrible with names, have you noticed? <laughs> uh, but I was just checking to make sure she was still around, because it seems awfully quiet. Are are the 
soldiers and kobolds and cloak figures outside, are they do doing anything? Or are they just standing there in you know, silent they, intimidation? They seem to be, you know, moving around a little bit. Like a group will go over here, a group will go over there. But they, they aren't Weird. approaching and they're not retreating. They're just there. Now, hmm. thinking logically, why would we, would they do something? They have everything they want right now, according to the goals. Except for the gold. Have, according to the goals that have been listed. Ah, they told us they don't keep the gold in here. This place apparently doesn't keep gold. We had that conversation earlier. Yes, yeah, but I they're, mean, pro they're probably still searching town. Like, when they were going through the town, they really weren't attacking people. Actually, they were just get, taking the stuff. They and there, now there's no people in the town except them, just the stuff, so... They have everything they want. Why should they bother spending time harassing? Perhaps they're taking lunch. Did the half-elf say what, I mean, what she was doing. looking for in the keep? Because they kind of implied that they were looking for gold, but there's nothing here. All, all she really said was that she was ordered to come in and okay. cause a little Yeah, I mean, chaos. soldiers don't necessarily know all the right. other than do the thing. Right. Sometimes so, they hear things. Yeah, so Izzy, as you are, you know, watching... Madame Mondoff. Mudface, as you so aptly call her. Yes. You do eventually see somebody ride up and her face get very, very serious. I mean, she's she's far enough away that you can see her stance change. There's, like, torches all around her and stuff. She, she points off to something and the person rides off. What direction do they ride off into? They ride off to the west. Hmm. And about ten minutes later... A group of a, a mixture of people. So it looks like kobolds, people in hoods, those weird dragon things that are that are the size of dogs. And they just they stand right beside her. Um, and she looks to be giving some sort of order. And we want to tell Governor Nighthill that we've got something they going on. They might be causing some more trouble. Hey, hey, everyone, you. be on alert. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I grabbed the attention of one of the runners or something like that from the wall. And like, yeah, you know, tell who you're supposed to, like Governor Nighthill or something. Something's happening down there. Oh, of course, sir. Of course. And uh, a a blonde haired woman hands you a crossbow. She's like, if you take my post, I can do that. Sure. I take she just the... shoves the crossbow in your hand and she runs down the okay. stairs. <laughs> You have a crossbow. She didn't give me any bolts, though. No, there's only one <laughs> bolt. <laughs> that, the one that's Shoot loaded. well. <laughs> I can lend you some bolts. I mean, I, I feel probably better with my longbow myself, but... So as, as she disappears, another few minutes go by, and then you start to see that troop surrounding her and herself move closer to the key, mm. followed by the group. Do I have the crossbow? Here. Cool. Shove. <laughs> Um, surely someone has more bolts, so maybe I can share with one of the soldiers. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Just making sure. In case something happens. What are they doing up there? Looks looks like they're... They're, they're coming towards the keep. Do they look hostile? Always. I mean, they're the enemy. I don't do think she... I don't think Madame Moth... More hostile than usual? Yeah. Or do they look like they're going to... Uh, are they waving any banners of truce or yeah. speaking... Uh, Kurt, go ahead and make. Um, Not that I know much about such perception. Things. I'll say perception or investigation. You're really too far away to do an insight on this one. 
Whichever one is higher for you. While he is eyeballing them, I'm going to go over to whatever passes for an armory in this rock pool, and I will see what type of ranged weapons they have. Hand axes, javelins, maybe a nice expensive longbow, whatever. All the above. I pilfer. Okay. I got a 21 to perceive. To perceive. Situation out there. They are... Very it's calm. They're approaching very calm. Serker would probably know this a little bit better, but you've been in some situations where when a group of people are approaching calmly, they're either here to discuss terms, negotiate, or make demands. And you think that might be what's going on here. Yeah, they they, they don't they're not looking like the, the dog who's been wounded and coming up and begging for something. They they look pretty like tough and like this is my my town, my king of the situation. Um, I'm gonna say something. Um, and so I think not me, but they. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Looks like they're they're gonna make some demands or something like that. Should we stop um, them in their tracks? Um. No. No. Of course not. Why a warning shot? No. We're, we're in a weaker situation, <laughs> I think. If you shoot at them and they don't like the way that you smell, they will drop a dragon on you. Uh, so I would just let them do whatever they want. Yeah, so at the moment, you know all the cult right now just wants to pilfer. They really haven't purposely gone out to kill people. So at this point, I don't. what would Izzy think would be the best course of action on this one? They just look to be coming up to talk. I honestly don't know. Well, Has Izzy I- never really been in this situation before? No, she hasn't. Well, I know I what I am is. doing. Hearing that they are coming, I am making a cursory but thorough glance over the secret exit to see if that's clear and is easily runnable to if things go south. Izzy, are you up on the wall? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, can I look over to see where the the secret tunnel comes out. Is that visible? There's no lights over there. but So the way that they're coming from, they're coming from the west. Yeah. And the secret tunnel exits out the south of the keep. Okay. So at this moment, you have no reason to believe that anybody really knows about the secret tunnel. And they and they don't really seem to be sending anybody that direction. Yeah, okay. That's what I was looking for. Weren't we it. ambushed at the secret tunnel? All they had to that- do was send a runner away from it before they fought us and they could all know about it. Well, that it. tried to happen, then Izzy stabbed him in the back. Hee-hee. <laughs> yeah. So we, you know, stopped that threat. So mm-hmm. Maybe. As far as we know. There, there could be hidden groups there. Yes, absolutely. If you would like to discover what's there, I believe it is less than 600 feet away, which means that it should be within range of a bow shot. We know that our... War priest has the ability to illuminate things. I, I'd rather not send a flare to our neighbors. Hey, look at this shiny arrow as I shoot it at our secret exit. Very well. Yep. So the troop stops about 20 feet away from the keep. She waves her hands and touches her throat. And suddenly you can hear her very, very well. Like her voice is potentially three times more than it normally would be. She's pulling a Voldemort. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. just Harry Potter in general. Like, uh, oh, that's true. That was what the announcer's voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the the games or whatever, or the Quidditch World Cup. Yes, that too. <laughs> yeah. So Celestine, you know this is thaumaturgy. Yep. 
this is very common amongst you know clerics and things like that. Oh yeah, you got especially battle clerics. You got to be able to be heard above the battle. Yep. And she says, "Governor, Governor, where are you? I suspect it's time for a chat. Don't you agree?" Did the governor make his way up up by now? So what, at this what's point, what's he doing at this point? So you saw him down in the common area, and okay. he immediately looks up to the parapet and he you see him like shoo some people off and he immediately comes running up the stairs she goes ah there you are governor so nice to meet you allow me to introduce myself i am madame frula mondoth and we arrived here tonight to do some shopping if you will if you haven't suspected already we are members of the cult of the dragon and it has come to my attention that you have a small group of adventurers working for you, as well as a small army inside those barely functioning walls. Now, this normally doesn't bother us in the least, but it seems that your town, as well as this little band of adventurers, has decided to fight back. While you do have every right to protect yourselves, I don't take kindly to anyone murdering those under my command. So, let's play a little game, shall we? Let's call it Race to the Temple. It seems a large group of your townspeople have barricaded themselves in the sanctuary of Chantea. And she spits next to her. One of which I heard through the grapevine may be your wife. Oh no. These men behind me have been ordered to burn and kill everyone inside that temple. I wonder who will get there first. Oh, there's one other caveat. And she points to the sky and yells, Lenathan, it seems that no one fears your roars anymore. How about you step it up a notch, hmm? And you hear the beating of wings as the dragon descends below the cloud line. And you hear him speak for the very first time. And he says, Ugh, fine, whatever. After this, can I go home? There were, like, some losers trying to get into my lair before you called. And, like... These ones might actually survive my traps and stuff. I was gonna say. Dragon. I was gonna say, <laughs> is this the husband? And then he started talking. I was like, oh no, that sounds like the son. <laughs> uh, she says, whatever makes you happy, dearest. The dragon roars above you. The winner of this game gets to meet my champion. He will be arriving soon. Men, and she points to the people behind her. Take the sanctuary, Lenathan. Attack the keep. And keep those sneaky adventures busy. Or kill them. Whatever strikes your fancy. She smiles and says, Tick tock, Governor. Tick tock. And she starts to walk away with her entourage. Roll for initiative, everybody. Ah! Nat 20! Hey! Hey! Which turns into, you know, 18. <laughs> awesome. Usarker. Six. Kurt. Ten. Izzy. Twenty-three. Oh boy. Very nice. On really well. So really quick, I need to know where you guys are. Please place yourself on the map. Where exactly you are? Um, on the wall. I'm not sure of a good place to indicate. Where's the front gate again? The front gate is westish, southwestish cool. area. I figure I'm probably about there on the gate, maybe. Okay. With a crossbow. Is everybody placed where you want to be? Yes. I was yes. at I was 
on the wall looking towards the um the exit of the secret tunnel um so that is so you're probably on the south side with uh celestina and me yeah so the secret tunnel is like down this way okay down south okay cool so perfect izzy you hear the dragon roar and it's starting to swoop towards you guys Mm. What do you do? Arrow at it. All right, go for it. Arrowed. Can you all see that dragon? Hello. Yeah. Oh, I sees it. I made it especially big to look terrifying. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you. Yep. I'm guessing a 13 does not hit. A 13 misses. The arrow just whizzes by. Celestine, it is your turn. Um, Crossbows are dex-based, aren't they? They are. Um, Guess what Celestine's... How far away is the dragon, would you say? The dragon at this point is probably 25-ish feet away. Oh, cool. Okay, we're going for javelin. Okay. Because that's within, yeah, 30 feet. I can usually get it within the first range, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to throw it. I'm, gonna, I'm checking my channel and divinity real quick. So if the roll is small enough, I'm going to do a guided strike, which adds 10 to my attack roll. Okay. So don't tell me if it hits... Until after I've made a decision if, I, if I'm going to use it or not. Okay. So, that's a five. Five plus six is 11. So, I'm going to go ahead and add channel divinity. So, that is a 21. A 21 hits. Sweet. Go ahead and roll damage. That is a six. Perfect. Anything else? Are there more javelins nearby? <laughs> I need more. Uh, are you on the parapet? Yeah. No, there would be crossbows and arrows Dang sitting it. off into the corner. Okay, can you throw a pike similar to a javelin? <laughs> I believe it counts as a uh, improvised weapon, and no. Dang pike, it. Pike, pikes are a little too large for that. <sighs> you, I mean, you certainly could try. That's like... <laughs> it may not be aerodynamic. Of... What? <laughs> okay, are there javelins uh, somewhere in the courtyard? There would be, but you'd have to go down the stairs. Yep, we're going down the stairs. Okay. Off we go. So you I, would pro- you would get I probably make it down to the stairs, and that's about it. Just right, you would make it just to the very bottom of the stairs. Cool. So that's and what I'm doing. From before, there are weapons stored in a locker up into the northwest portion. Okay, that's where Starker got the pike last time. Correct. Um, and I'm gonna ask the team what the plan is because yeah, I, mean, I don't know what the plan is. We're scattered all over, so you you can shout that. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's being sh- definitely being shouted. So I, I will shout back, even though it's not my turn necessarily, and say, that depends on what your objective is, and we haven't had a chance to discuss that. Are you trying to save lives, or are you trying to save your skin? I like both. You can't do both. I don't like your choices, Usarker. So as these Get two to the temple, are... I shout. <laughs> so as these two are shouting at each other, it is now the dragon's turn, and the dragon unleashes his lightning breath. So the lightning breath... I don't, I, I don't like this. The direction this lightning oh. bolt's going, Corin. I know. This it's looks awfully. It? This looks awfully close to uh, my character. It's a good thing you just barely are out of that area. Oh. So, so the lightning bolt just like goes. The straight. lightning bolt goes ninety feet towards you guys, and people try to dodge out of the way of this thing. Celestine, you were just barely away from it. You just see lightning streak right past you. Oh, no. Flashing lights on my eyes as I'm like, ah, I can't yep. see. And unfortunately, three guards on the parapet die, and Ooh. two of them take severe damage. 
Oof. And they drop to the ground. One of them is Governor Nighthill as well. Oops. He drops to the ground and he, he's kind of like seizing because it's lightning. He's seizing a little bit and then he goes unconscious. Next up. Elsa Elstein doesn't know he's down because she's running for the, for the chapel. <laughs> Great. And I'm at that point. Seeming Izzy saw it. You would have seen this. Okay. Yes. Everyone on the parapet would have seen all of this. Mm. Okay. In a world headed for disaster, five strangers with mysterious pasts are thrown together by the winds of fate to try to stop the unseen forces that threaten to destroy their world. Join Creval, a dragonborn with no memory and no past, who is the first of the barbarians of the mountains to be seen in a thousand years. Cotter, a penniless paladin, running from something or someone in his past. No one the only tiefling monk the kingdom has ever seen, who has been expelled from his monastery for reasons he has not revealed. Adri, his monastic companion who hides some deep dark secret she cannot reveal. And Arlen, once a simple farmer, until some mysterious event manifested sorcerous powers in him. They must travel the length and breadth of the kingdom of Faro, searching for the disparate clues that will help them unravel the mystery of the failing of their land while trying to hold together the unraveling threads of society's weave threatening to come apart at any moment. They will have to battle nature, plague, politics, and even the forces of the underworld as they attempt to discover and defeat whoever, or whatever, is attempting to poison their world and throw it into chaos. Relic of the Past is a novel-length story told via a clean, custom, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons game. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever fine podcasts are found, and at poolmedia.podbean.com. Hi folks, Ashlyn here with a quick announcement. From everyone here at Powerward Crit, we want to thank you for listening and supporting the show. And just like adventurers who sometimes need a little help with fighting the BBEG, we need your help too. By telling your friends about Powerward Crit, not only will it give you a DM inspiration, but it'll also help me, I mean you, to level up to 20. So, here's the plan. Between episode releases, each person who tweets about the show and uses the hashtag PowerWordCrit will give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. Thanks, and on with the show. So, the dragon, Lenathan as you now know his name, shoots off in the northwest direction, away from the keep. A few guards try to launch, you know, spears and crossbows and at it, but none of them seem to hit this thing. Kurt, it is now your turn. The dragon is about from this northwest edge of the keep. He is about 60 feet away. Um, I have a bow, but I I think that I'm going to be more occupied in getting out and getting to the temple. How high is the wall? The wall itself? If if, if I leap down, is this a bad, bad idea? (laughs) You would take some damage, yes. It's it's much higher than 10 feet. Uh, If there is a handy bale of hay or something like that... um, or yeah, a cart or something that somebody hauled in there. I want to leap off into that. Okay. Um, let me see. Going all Assassin's Creed on this? Yes. <laughs> I have been playing that recently. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say. <laughs> Black flag if anyone's interested. So, Kurt, the walls are about 30 feet high, and you do see a small bale of hay. You would have to do an acrobatics check for it to actually work. Doing it. Okay. Go ahead and roll for that. I'll leap off the parapet. 
Um, at the 15. Are there any Assassin's Creeds where you wear plaid? There are now. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Man Edition. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, that succeeds. Cool. So you only take Earl Max 12 points of damage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Are you Are still down? up? Yeah, I had 25 before oh, okay, this. Okay. Oh, no, boy, I am so sorry about that one. <laughs> it's my own dang fault. Yikes. <laughs> I jumped off a wall. So that, we'll say that takes... Kurt, don't commit suicide. <laughs> I got to do something. All right, so standing up will take... Like, rage, darn it. <laughs> so standing up would take half movement. What would you like to do at this point? Uh, I'm, I'm going to pull myself out of the hay bale, and I'm going to shout to the people, get to cover, get out of here. Um, and I'm, I'm going to run towards the um, cellar where the secret tunnel is. And that's where Usarker is. Um, Usarker is currently under the stables where he's been writing in his book. He is no longer writing in his book, but that is where he you know, was last isn't, currently. Looking. Isn't that near the, the... It just so happens to be quite yes. Yes. I, I saw you go that way, and I'm like, okay, I at least need to you know, get there or something. That's what I'm doing. But I'm running that direction. Okay, Perfect. Next up, Usarker. So, two questions. First question: How large are is is the secret passageway? It is a five foot width, so one person can fit at a time. And how tall? Ten feet. So you're saying a horse can go through there? <laughs> it would scrape the sides. You could probably lead it. And you could probably lead it, and you would probably scrape scrape it with something fierce. But if you want to, you're more than welcome to. Are any of the horses saddled already? No. Bear back, bear They didn't bear. have any intentions of, you know, maybe using them and having one on hand. Well, first of all, there are five horses. Only five. Uh, you don't think that maybe they generally keep horses in here and somebody just happened to throw throw horses in here when they got through. You are you are more than welcome to try to get a horse through there. It's gonna be rough. Do it anyways. I'm excitement. I am thinking about I'm trying to remember what I recall from the map of Greenest I saw. Were there any stables or the like on that map outside of this keep? As you guys were running through, you would have run into a lot of stables. You would have seen a lot of them. And were the kobolds interacting with the horses at all? Some were. Some were not. It was absolute chaos. Some had shiny bridles on. I mean, if you want to do a history check to figure that out, you can. Unfortunately, because it was so chaotic, you'd have to do it with disadvantage to figure out if you remember where exactly I it am was. incredibly good at history. <laughs> you also were passed out for half of it. That is true. <laughs> so, while I use my precision memory in order to remember this, I will grab a saddle and get a horse, and I will... Can I roll an animal handling check while I'm at it to find a good horse? You know, which of these five horses I like sure. best. So my animal handling is an almighty 14. That would do it. Oh, sorry, 15. It will take you one minute to equip the saddle. Oh, animal handling is wisdom. Aha, that's why it's better. I thought it was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I just looked up the rules to equip a saddle, and it would take uh, one minute. I'm not putting the saddle on right now. I'm okay. just picking it up and going to take it with me. Okay. I will put the bridle on the horse. Okay. That'll um, take your full action. That's fine. So my... That's good. I rolled an 18 plus 6, so 24 Ooh, for history. 
was I with disadvantage? It is now a 17 plus six. <laughs> so yeah, you passed a few stables right on the main main area. Unfortunately, it's probably like 500, 600 feet away and you would have to go through a line of cultists to get there. Excellent. Ignoring that option, clearly getting a saddle and a horse was the better option here. I continue bridling it. All right. Anything else on your turn? That is it. Okay. Next up, Izzy. Okay, I am going to run down to the main floor of the keep, and I'm like, Governor Nighthill has been injured. Someone, medic, please. And I am going to, do I see Usarker getting a horse ready? You do. He's very methodically doing it. He's making sure he gets everything right on the bridle and making sure he picks out the correct saddle. Usarker, we don't have time for this. I grab a horse and I don't even grab a saddle or anything. I just start leading it to, I'm guessing we're going down the secret tunnel. Go ahead and make an animal handling check. See if it'll follow you. Okay. I mean, it's option I'm wondering if this would be disadvantaged because there's a freaking dragon out there. Yes, yeah. unless it's a war horse. <laughs> yeah. Are they war horses? No, they, no. these Dang would not be war horses. Just no. farm country. There might have been one. That's a one. Oh no! Goodbye, horsey. You... <laughs> the horse like bites you or something. <laughs> you grab, you grab its mane, and you're like, "Come on, horsey!" And it's like, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Does it sneeze on you? Nothing oh, happens. No. Do you have sneeze on you? I yes, look, it sneezed on you. <laughs> I, I, I look over to where you're covered in snot, and I say, <laughs> I'm actually surprised to see you doing this. I thought for sure you were going to rush out into the open to get Governor Nighthill and make yourself a target for the dragon, who obviously is hoping that you'll rush to him. I mean, I've told everyone else to get him. I, I can't help him. I'm not a medic. Hmm. Fair enough. Anything else, Izzy? So was it an action to use to do the animal handling check? The action would have been to try and get it to move, and it didn't move. Okay. So that's my turn. Okay. Celestine, it is your turn. Okay. And running all the way over to go pick up as many javelins as I am able. How many javelins can I pick up? Go ahead and roll a d4 to see how many you can pick up in that action. But what if I wanted to get, like, 10 <laughs> and put it in my pack somehow? That's <laughs> mm-hmm. a 2 all right, you're managed to get two within this action. Uh, okay. <laughs> the big unwieldy things. Then. Anything else? That was my whole act. That was a whole action, right? Yes. Um, I don't think I can do anything else. My bonus action, because I don't have a lot of spells that are bonus action. I think I have zero that are bonus actions. Cool. Celestine, if you're intent on fighting this thing, at least remember to stay close to cover. It may be able to vaporize through stone, but if it has to vaporize the stone first, if you I can might only grab like injury. two at a time, then I might as well just stand next to this thing and pull it off one by one. <laughs> if uh, you guys want me to grab, get so, a horse, so we get a leave horse and for me. Celestine is still pulling javelins. That's what it feels like. <laughs> um, that's all I can do. I have two javelins. It's not close enough for me to hit. Is it how far? It's probably like long gone at the moment, right? You said the dragon wheeled back upwards into the north? Yes, northwest. So it's got to be at least 100 feet away. No, it flew about 60 feet away, so it's not too okay. far away. It's in range. Yes, but I don't have an action. I can't throw it. Okay, it's that's next. it. Um, I see you guys getting horses, and I'm just going to assume that I'll grab a horse or you'll grab a horse for me. 
as I concentrate on the dragon. Okay. Did you actually say anything? Sir. Usarker, give me a horse. Please. What exactly is the plan? We've been singled out as a group, but we I really don't know. barely You're know each other. You're getting a horse? What's I am. I am getting a horse, but I'm not sure whether we're supposed to be running headlong into <gasps> the jaws of death or whether we're supposed to be fleeing the jaws of death. I think right now, fleeing and riding a horse with a dragon following us is going to be almost suicide because it'll be animal handling and at disadvantage. Is that what you say in character? <laughs> I say... <laughs> My character sheet says. Um, <laughs> summarize it, it into as many few words as possible, and we're basically yes. You can't ride a horse with that thing out there, is what I say. My hope is that the dragon wants to level the keep and considers us a bonus prize since it started with the governor and not us anyways. And so if I can get through a tunnel that is 100, 200 feet away hopefully remaining cover using the river as concealment, then maybe I can get far enough away to not be noticed by it. But we'll see. If not, you know, maybe I'll die. Roasted by lightning. So are you heading to the temple? Should I? Right now oh, it's shoot, a We don't even know where the temple is. We don't know where the temple is, and if we, if we uh, rushed the temples to save the people there, we're abandoning the people here. And the dragon is actively killing them. At least your soldier's here. Oh, good. So we're killing armed combatants instead of women and children because yes. their lives matter less. So good thing that this conversation is taking a lot more time because it does not get its breath weapon back. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Kurt, okay. it is your turn. Yeah, sorry, so Kurt. I'm running to um, scooping up children and small people um, okay. and shoving them into doorways and hay bales and such. Not, not hay bales. That yeah, wouldn't make much sense. Bells. Please don't come to hay bales. <laughs> <laughs> and the child was lost forever. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but you're basically trying to get people out of the open because then they're more likely to be to get attacked. Okay. I, I'm trying to make my way over to the stables, though. Perfect. People are listening, and they're terrified, and they are kind of sort of listening to you as you do this. Uh, again, they're still terrified, but they see what you're trying to do when they start kind of going in the direction that you're leading them. Yeah. Usarker. I, I, I arrive at the stables and they're like, horses? What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we are doing whatever we'd like. It's my turn, right? Yep. Usarker, it is your turn. Is there a black horse? And was it the one of the good ones? Sure. Excellent. It's got a I'm... spot of white on it somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, it's got Ooh. a spot of white on its on its nose. Nobody's perfect. It's all right. Mm-hmm. I'm going, taking my black, mostly black horse. I'm saying, what should I name you, horse? Mm, I don't know. Imperfect. Mm. Imperfect. Uh, flawed. Uh, I don't think we'll, time What's a new Sarker name? What would uh, be? And I'm leading him over to the secret entrance. Come along, horse. I'm going in. Horse. <laughs> All right, animal handling. See if you can Disad- get it to go with Disadvantage? You. Disadvantage. So that, unfortunately, was a natural 20 followed by a 10, which gives me 12. So you managed to move it about five feet, but it, it's it's starting to look very, very spooked. I don't know if you're getting the horse so out. So I moved five feet? You moved five feet. We might as well just run on foot. Where Where is the tunnel? Tunnel is down here, on to the south. You were- Oh, I was like right at it? You were. I, I was under the impression that it was near the blacksmith. That's kind no, of why I was south. running that way. Oh, well. I, I got people in the cover. You did. Grumble, there were a lot of grumble. people in the south that you managed to get into cover. Good. Okay. Next up, Izzy. It is your turn. Okay. 
Uh, has anyone gone to help Governor Nighthill yet? Nope. No, no, because yeah. it's absolute chaos. Okay, I am giving up on the horses because they just spit on me, and <laughs> I am going to run up to Governor Nighthill. I'm probably gonna use my action to double move and see if I can get him into cover and see if he's still alive. Okay. All right. Anything else on that on that turn? Nope. Right. My entire action. Okay, Celestine, what do you do? Is the dragon back? Uh, the dragon's still about six feet away. He's just kind of hovering six there. Six D feet? Six D, yeah. Six D. Can He's I about six feet him. away? Can I hit him? I mean, <laughs> he could be oh six feet away <laughs> if you really want him to, but then he could, like, claw you, and That's it's fair. up to you. Can I hit him where I'm at? Uh, can you hit something 60 feet away? 120 feet. You can. Um, how high up is the dragon? The dragon is about level at this moment. Because so directly she's, 60 she's adjacent to the northern wall. So you look like you're in a corner. Yeah. Five, uh, she, 10, 15. If you move 15 feet into the common area, you you can launch this thing at it. Okay. Oh, good. Let's all make a nice line for it. Mm-hmm. No, because then I get to move back into my little <laughs> corner. That's why I only move 15 feet. Okay. Unfortunately, this will be at disadvantage. Yeah, that's not hitting. That's uh 10. No, unfortunately that doesn't hit. Okay, and back into the corner. Okay. Is that it? That's it. Okay. The dragon gets his breath back. Lovely. So the dragon swoops in uh, within 25 feet and unleashes another blast. Oh, no, nope, that's not, no, hold on. Ah, it's now gained an area of effect (laughs) circle around itself. And then there's a gas cloud. I wonder what happens. It uses thunderstorm and drops lightning (laughs) all around it. What the heck? (laughs) No, it uses stink cloud. Stink cloud. That's what it is. (laughs) I think the circle got bigger. It, yeah, I made two of them. just needs to shoot a blast right here. Okay, here we go. I am on a line now. Oh, look at this, look at this. Perfect targeting. He moves. He moves right here. I look. <laughs> he moves a little more Th- south. Thank you, David, for <laughs> tell, and, uh, telling her where to go. Ahead. You're welcome. And then unleashes his breath weapon right up to the edge of the other side of the keep. It goes like directly across and wall to wall. Again, it almost hits Izzy and Governor oh, okay. Nighthill. So not not actually at us. No, nope. it hasn't targeted us at all. It just wants to kill everyone. Mm, okay. Five let's, more people get roasted. Let's maybe try and scare this away or something like or sorry, that. Sorry, not five. Sorry. I don't know. Do two people what? roasted, no. so five. It's the size of an elephant. <laughs> so two people get roasted. So that's five people total. And then five more people are injured. And that is the end. And, well, it's going to fly away. It's going to fly. How far does it get? It moves about 60 feet away. Dang it. Well, it, it, it's 60 feet away total. Yeah. No, I yeah. know. It's It still means disadvantage for mm. me. There we go. Next up is Kurt. Okay, so options are right now, we are still confused, obviously. Um, so Celestine is trying to do some damage at the dragon, it yep. seems. Chaos equals battle. Um, Usarker is piece. grabbing a horse um, for some purpose. Izzy's going to go help the governor. Are you going to try to get him down the stairs so he's not on the parapet? Gonna try to get some kind of cover for him. Okay. Um, if you get him down the stairs, I might. Yeah, I can help. 
I can help if I can get up there as well, but everyone would be exposed at that point, so. But it would mean I would have to spend a turn not attacking the dragon, but I can help. If he's not dead. Um. Um, so do you have any ranged weapons that you can use? Cause I this do. Thing... I'm, I'm, I have a longbow and I was contemplating using that. I was just... Yeah. I, I think that maybe I can provide cover while Lusarker gets a horse. I don't know. Like, I, I don't... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm having a hard time seeing... So, if... So, I'm, I'm going to talk to Lusarker and, like, what are, what are we doing? I, I, I'm going to... You're, the, you're the tactical I guy. Say, you're all idiots. Isidore, you're the one who's actually a good shot. You shoot the dragon while Celestine, hey! who's the healer, <laughs> goes and grabs the not, governor. I am not a healer. Kurt... Well, you are a melee combatant against a flying monstrosity. Unless you can pull divine bolts out and shoot at it, then that's no good. Kurt, Not my yet. advice to you, unless you have better ranged abilities than I'm guessing, is to stand Aww. in front of Isidore with a large wooden object and provide cover for her. That I can do. I can like tear, a, tear a nearby door off a wall on my turn. <laughs> okay. <tactician. laughs> I want tandem tactician on that dragon, darn it. <laughs> Um, so I, I want to tear like a something off the stable oh, no. to use as a wooden shield of some sort. Make a strength check. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Um, I feel like we're getting a plan together now, guys. Yeah, we, <laughs> communication, it's a grand thing. <laughs> Doesn't happen very easily when yeah. a dragon's shooting lightning okay. at you. Right. Um, 18 plus 7. Nice. All right, you managed to get a huge plank of wood yeah. off of this thing, and it's almost the size of you are. Yeah, cool. Uh, I, I, I grab said thing and head for Izzy. Um, Perfect. So there are stairs right to the south of them leading up. So I might take an extra turn to get you there, though. Okay. Yeah, I only have 30 at the moment. I think I've got one more. Okay. Anything else, Kurt? So I, I have run over to the other wall and I've, I'm up next to it with the shield protecting me at the moment. Perfect. Usurker, it is now your turn. So I think what I said earlier might count for Tandem Tactician? It would. Excellent. I will give advantage to Izzy and I will give advantage to Celestine. Yay! Perfect. Anything else you would like to do? Um, so for myself, still working on the horse. Come on, horse. <laughs> With disadvantage. You still haven't named him? Um, I'm thinking of calling him Impa, because you called he said he was imperfect, which, while rude to the horse, does give me a good <laughs> name idea. It seemed like an Usarker <laughs> blunt thing to say. We have a 13 That's this like time. We're slowly incrementing up. Nah, a 13, you managed nah. to get another five feet. But it is... It's still scared. Anything else? I think that that's an action and a bonus action, so that should be it. Perfect. Izzy, it is now your turn. Unless you want to run around All the right, horse. hearing the <laughs> words of Lord Pride, because apparently that's all I do with my life. Everybody needs a purpose. <laughs> so uh, um, just to let you know, Governor Nighthill is starting to come to. Okay. He, he was, oh, okay. He's very, very, very injured. But he's not on death's door. Okay. Yes. Okay. Good to know. That's a different campaign. Yes. <laughs> so I am going to stand in front of him, and I am going to take my longbow and shoot at the dragon. Go for it. 
<gasps> you have advantage. Yes. I do, thank goodness. Yes. Unnatural 20 to hit. Cool. That hits. Okay. Awesome. 10 points of damage. Ooh, Nelly. Very nice. And that ends my turn. Perfect. Next up, Celestine. Okay, I'm going to back out 15 feet, pull out my javelin that I, the other javelin I have, and I am going to aim at the dragon and throw it again. Okay, is that within your first range increment? No, it's within the second. Okay, so it's a straight roll. Yep. I cool. did give her the help action. Thank heavens. So um, a javelin is 3120. Okay. So it's in the second. Well, you don't have disadvantage. Yeah, Thank you just have a straight roll. That's a 15. It misses, unfortunately. It just sails <sighs> right by. Okay, and we're going back to the corner. Unfortunately, the blue dragon gets his breath weapon back. Mm-hmm. Lenathan flies up about 25 feet closer, sends out another blast, and he's going to aim it going southeast and hit all of these people on the parapet. Parapet. Is it a paraffin parapet pit? Sure. <laughs> you hear, a wax. You hear the cries of three more people as that's the last thing oh, they no. ever say. And five more convulse on the ground and then become unconscious. How many people were we supposed to be saving in the temple? Uh, who, by the way, the only thing word we have that they exist is the word of a villain? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Didn't we hear from somebody that... Governor Nighthill said his wife hadn't returned. It's or true. Was not was missing. I couldn't remember if somebody else had said that, like, but they could maybe be at the port boarded up somewhere. But they could have captured her and be holding think, her hostage. Mm-hmm. I think we did hear something about that. I don't remember where though. I don't know. It, and that that sounds pretty in character. Yep. <laughs> Kurt, it is now your turn. I'm going to run up the stairs, uh, brandishing my improvised shield and my real shield, and. I would like to defend Izzy and Governor Nighthill. Perfect. Anything else? No. Okay. I don't know if there's a specific action for that, but it's not the dodge action. There is no stated action for that, but at minimum, you with a shield is going to provide a cover bonus for mm-hmm. Izzy and the governor, meaning a, at least a, probably some sort of a, I forget what exactly it is, but you can get a reflex saving throw bonus for having enough cover. Mm-hmm. And so I suspect that you won't get a reflex save because you're not dodging out of the way. But if the lightning hits, then maybe our archer who can actually hurt the monster might stay alive. What you could do is you could give a ready action mm-hmm. to move and interpose yourself between um, Izzy, Izzy and wherever the dragon yeah. decides I to I would like to in. do so. That makes sense. Okay. So the, the trigger is you know, if the dragon or if there is a threat at one of these two people um, is that I want to interpose my shield between them. Okay, and then you would give her half cover, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So Izzy, you are going to have a plus two to your reflex. Okay. Save and to your AC if Kurt gets triggered. If the dragon, for some reason, maybe, potentially, tries to target you. Right. You heard it. Anyway, (laughs) next up, Usurker, it's your turn. It wants vengeance. Mm-hmm. Come along, Impa. Let's not make sure be in the line of uh, targeting when this dragon decides to shoot at us. 
Uh, we're not getting any better. 13. <laughs> 13? You move it another five feet, but it's just... Uh, uh. I mean, I'm sure you didn't grab a mule. Mm. I think that, you know, the presence of the dragon has frozen it with fear. It just wants to be eaten. <laughs> um, in the meantime... Good job, Isidore. It looks like it's coming around this side. You should probably, you know, a- aim for this, you know, the wing over there. Try and cripple it. If it can't fly, then it has to crawl at us. And I'm sure it's only as fast as, say, a bear or a leopard as opposed to whatever it is now. Okay, hey, dragon. So I'm going to give Tandem Tactician to Isidore. And Celestine looks like she's intent on throwing objects at it, too. So I'll give it to you as well. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Next up is Izzy. Okay. Shoot at the dragon. 16. That misses, unfortunately. It just barely scrapes by. Anything else, Izzy? Nope. Okay. Celestine, it is your turn. So it's 60 feet away, right? It did not fly away this time (gasps) because the DM forgot to move the pawn. Uh, So because my hand's off the chest piece, it is 25 feet away from you. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, As a move action, can I grab one javelin? You may. Okay. One, two, 15 feet. Technically, that's just part of your action anyway, just Mm -hmm. grabbing and throwing. So So it wouldn't affect your movement at all. Sweet. Okay. Here we go. And we're going to throw it with, with advantage, right? Is, is yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have you have that. That's really helpful. Okay, that was uh, eighteen plus six, so twenty-four. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Huzzah. Part of me really wants like Kurt to, if the dragon's really close, just to jump off the wall onto the dragon. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> be a do, dragon rider. That is. It's 10 twenty-five damage. feet away from her, so that's how far away from you. Anyway, it, it doesn't matter. I don't know. It, it's in range of you. you How much totally damage? Do it. Ten damage. Can you describe to me what happens in this? We're going to go and try to wound one of the wings. Okay. Did I take it down or am I wounding it? Oh, you're not even close to taking it down. That's what yeah. I thought. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> but d- just describe your just action. Just describe your action. Okay. Um, so she comes out and we're going to have quick, actually, I was going to say quick, Prayer to Tempest, but this is Celestine and this is during war. So she shouts for Tempest and in the honor of Tempest and for peace and she throws the javelin and it skewers one of the wings. Okay, so as this javelin skewers part of this wing, you see the dragon falter a little bit because suddenly it loses some air resistance. He goes, ow! Ow, that hurt! Uh, I don't have time for this! I gotta go kill the other people! I am oh, no. out of here. Oh, and the he... ones in his lair. <laughs> yep. And since it's now his turn, he is like, I'm done with you. I'll be back later. And he flies away and he dashes yes. away. Yes. Good job, everyone. It is now a hundred and very far away. <laughs> yep. So within range of Izzy. <laughs> yeah, Izzy, if you really want to take a shot at it, you can. It's only a hundred and... Take a pot shot. That's totally within 600 feet I of my math. longbow. Well, you know, 150 <laughs> feet is still short range, so it's you could true. have advantage on the shot. Uh, technically, it'd be 155. Oh, you'd have to move five it's 25 feet, to feet get away, back in and it moved 100. No, it'd be 160. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Feet away. I'm not gonna shoot at the dragon anymore. It's flying away. I can math sometimes. <laughs> it is flying off into the distance. You assume to its lair to kill other people. Cool. Okay. 
Good luck to those other people. Izzy, um, go ahead and make a perception check, and Kurt as well, since you guys are on the parapet. Well, now I know why the cult of the dragon hasn't taken over the world. Five. Six. Luckily, you don't need a good perception to know that Phila <laughs> Mondoth is not here anymore. Hmm. Oh, but you? you do see the group that she commanded to go to the temple is much further ahead of you guys. Well, hey, now and they we are heading. To they are heading southeast. I bet we don't have to go to the tunnel anymore. We want to take horses. True. Could probably just leave through the gate. Ask mm -hmm. um, the governor. Yes, governor, where the temple is. Uh, governor Nighthill, are you awake? Uh, are you alive? Uh, no, everything hurts. <laughs> yeah, you need to go see a medic. Um, uh, I'll. I won't argue on this time. Okay. Uh, where's this temple? Uh, it's. It's. My wife. Is yes, she in yes. We're, we're, we're going to try and, and he, get her. And she tries to sit up and he says, over there to the southeast. If you remember the map of Green Nest, uh, it is directly southeast, like right into the corner. So it's in the same direction okay. as the tunnel. It, so if you take the tunnel, just based on what you can see, you can see the temple. It's it's a very big building. Oh, okay. You can see it. We can probably see it off the Yeah. Here. So by, based on, you know, just thinking about it, it is about maybe 200 feet away from this. this oh, okay. Keep. It's so not that far. It's really close by. It's very, very close. You can see it. And unfortunately, the cultists have a head start. Yes. So, bear I mean, back, here we go. But they'll have to break through the barricade anyways, right? So. Must be set on fire. Yeah. Okay. As, you, as you notice, you notice looking out, because, I mean, there's there's cultists out there with, like, lamp, lamps and stuff and, you know, torches. You see that the line is starting to retreat in back into the city as well, uh -huh. except for this one small group. So this small group is within how how far away from me? So they are, so you are right here in the northeast, or the, sorry, the northwest section. Mm -hmm. They are way over here. So probably 120 feet away. Okay. Okay. And they are making their way. So can, can I move across the parapet to the southeast side of the parapet. You can, yes. Okay. I'm going to take a shot at some of these raiders. All right. Go ahead and take Stay a shot. Range. So you move 30 feet. So are you still in your first increment? My first increment is like 150. Okay. Now that the dragon is gone, can I move close enough to her to give her tandem tactician on this again while I begin saddling the horse? I can just see you bring it down <laughs> to the base of the wall and you're like, go, Izzy. Uh, shoot, shoot the... Uh, Shoot the ones without helmets. As you're like Even though I can't <laughs> so see any of them that you're shooting at. Because she immediately moved, I'm going to say we're still in initiative order, in the same initiative order, and you are below her in initiative. She's already used her tandem tactician. No, she hasn't. I gave it to her, and I gave it to Celestine. Mm -hmm. Celestine drove away the dragon, oh, which that means that true. if it's still an in initiative, right. yeah, she sorry. still has You hers. are correct. So you are but before her. But she has her. tandem tactician only on the dragon. But mm. now it's Usarker's turn. He's before her. Oh, oh that's I was weird in my initiative. Oh, that's right. Okay, yes, We're I see. We're all good. Yeah, because I'm technically the top of the initiative. Yes. All right. Go ahead and take a shot. Okay. So, yes, you have tandem tactician. Okay. So you do not have Okay, so you have tandem tactician. I didn't have to. They have torches. Yet. Oh, you don't? <laughs> They're within 150 feet. I mm -hmm. thought she said they were 200 feet. No, I said 120 feet. Oh, okay. Never mind. 
I would run. Uh, and then I advantage. moved up 30 feet, so now they're 90 feet away from me. Be sure to shoot one of the front ones okay. so that you, they you know you're killing a, them. I will say if you aim towards someone holding a torch, you get normal. So okay. you, you get advantage. If you're trying to aim willy-nilly, it's going to be just a straight roll because you can't see in the dark. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm aiming for someone with a torch. Perfect. Good play. Okay. Natural 20. Hey. Ooh, you hit something. Twing. You don't know who you hit, but you hit something. <laughs> Double the dice. Down goes the torch. Ooh, okay. That is 14 points of damage. Down goes okay. the torch. Probably down goes the cultist. <laughs> so you manage to down one. You see the torch kind of topple over, but the group starts moving much quicker. Mm. All right. Guys. They're heading quickly to the temple. Keep shooting them. Okay. Eventually, they'll decide that moving quickly and staying in the open is a bad idea. Or okay. they're idiots. I will say you you will be allowed to take two more shots before they are out of their out of your range. So my First long increment. my my disadvantage is from right? six hundred with a longbow. So is it three hundred with first increment? No. It's 150 for the first increment, 600 for the second. Okay, so if you take two more shots, they will they will be at disadvantage. Okay. So I'm going to continually provide her good advice on her shot. So she'll get a straight shot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unfortunately, it's going to be real hard to see because there are now, at this point, there's going to be trees that you have to shoot through and things like that. So in, I'll let you have two shots. In addition. Before they hit that tree line. In addition, I am um, going to encourage some local guard who are, you know, standing around picking their noses, it seems, to um, go up there and take a couple shots with her. Okay. And then, can are we going to try to go on horses? horses? could uh, try and hit them with a disadvantage because it's 320 feet for the long. Well, some of them have long bows. Some of them do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we want to ride out after them? Um, absolutely. I think that that is the good plan. Cool. Um, so we can rescue the people who may or may not be there. Bear back on for me because I don't have time to put a saddle on. Okay. So Izzy, go ahead and take your shots. Guards go up there. Uh, unfortunately, you only see two figures down because, again, Corin has terrible rolling when it counts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless the cobalt. That one. Okay. So the first shot misses. It hits a tree, probably. You're not sure. So this is the last one before they hit the tree line. Right. All right. That is a 25 to hit. That hits. Okay. That is 11 points of damage. Okay. You see another body hit the floor. All right. And the group disappears behind the tree line. After them! Celestine would like to go bareback on the horse. All right. You guys managed to calm down the horses. You managed to get onto the horses. Is anybody trained in animal handling? Not I. Nope. Okay. Nope. I have a positive bonus, at least. Same. I have a plus one, but not trained. All right. So after, so after some coaxing and with help from Usarker and... You have a bonus. I have uh, plus one. I am, plus in two. fact, able to be quite helpful since I'm allowed to use the help action as a bonus action. Right. So, Izzy, Usarker, Celestine, and Kurt help you get on this horse. Uh, I better not sneeze on me again. <laughs> really inconvenient. Well, if you're the on the. Stuff's not all over me. A guard like, walks yep. by and goes, Oh, yeah, that one's name is Sneezer. He sneezes. Oh, that's <laughs> a fitting name. I pat its neck. It sneezes again. 
And as you guys ride out, are you going through the front gate? Or are you going to attempt to try and squeeze through front that gate. that front gate? They're all because they're it's all about speed now. We already know that um, Mon Motha left. What's her actual name? Rulam Mondoth. Rulam Mondoth. Monda. Yeah. Mondoth. You managed to convince Mudface. the guards to let you through. They, they are. Some of them are worried. They're like, "Please, if if my sister's in there, please save her. If my if my child is in there, please, please make sure he's okay." And as you guys, as they open up the front gates, you guys trot off towards the sanctuary. We trot. And that's where faster, we're going to end faster. our session. Gallop. <laughs> <laughs> that's a roll. <laughs> that's nice. where we're ending our session. Hey everyone, Ashlyn here. Thank you for listening to this episode of Power Word Crit. Stay tuned for more adventure on PowerWordCrit.com or your favorite podcast streaming site. As we end the episode, please enjoy this P.S. Celestine's War Journal, entry number one. Greetings, War Journal. My daughters have suggested that writing a log of my travels could alleviate stress and provide my grandchildren with a view of life outside Baldur's Gate. This is my first entry. I had not anticipated having much to write about, but within a 24-hour period, I have been attacked by kobolds and dragon cultists, have been confused as an interrogator, and have joined three others in protecting this town, one of whom I'm pretty positive is not a vampire, but his dislike of religion and the way he eyes me when I perform rites of tempest sometimes make me wonder if he could be descended from a vampire. Can vampires have children? Uh-huh.